You're listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast for drivers who want to be calm and confident on the road. We will be sharing tips, stories and advice to beat driving nerves and anxiety and build your driving confidence. Whether you are just starting out as a learner or have had your driving license for years, if you want to transform how you feel about driving, this podcast is for you. So in this episode, this is going to be one of our how-to episodes, isn't it, Kev? Yeah, we're, this is the one where we talk about breakdowns yep. and what to do, you know, how to, what happens if you break down. Yeah, definitely. And we got the, actually, this the idea for this one has been on the list for ages, ever since I last broke down and i say i last broke down because it's not unusual for me to break down actually no i mean you've got an older car yeah it's not as new as it was but it's reliable as much as cars can be but in the family you're the only car that breaks down yes yeah and over the years i think i've broken down more than anybody else every year or two yeah we tend to get a phone call broken down yeah. exhaust fallen off yeah or something similar yeah something along those lines so let's i'll, I'll share the story of what happened last yes. time which was exactly that my exhaust fell off so <laughs> <laughs> but there was no sound before wasn't there, there was well no- you say that actually we'd done the school run an hour before picked up the grandkids and i and both of us were in the car and went oh that sounds a little bit sporty, but that was the first time. Yeah, so we'd driven to the school, it was absolutely fine. And then driving home from the school, it was like, oh, yeah, that the exhaust is making a noise. That sounds a little bit sporty. Best ring the garage, get that looked at. But actually, we didn't have time because then <laughs> when I was taking the grandchildren home, I was on a roundabout, going round a roundabout, and then clonk. The exhaust fell off. The exhaust fell off. Literally fell off. It did. Well, Well, it didn't fall off. It didn't fall off completely because that would have been easy. So I knew exactly what had happened because it's the second time that I've had an exhaust fall off a car. So the first time I had an exhaust fall off, I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? And Because the noise was horrendous and um, I didn't know what was going on. But this time I knew exactly what it was. So I managed to get off to the side of the road really, really quickly because it's important not to keep driving with your exhaust falling off because if you don't know which end has fallen off, which you don't when you're driving, you've no idea what sort of damage that's going to do. No, that could cause other damage, more expense, bigger breakdown. You know, and you're out. You're without a car for longer. Yeah, and a new exhaust isn't actually that big a deal. So I did manage to get us all safely to the side of the road, and had to get the kids out of the car. Had to have a look at what was going on. Had to make phone calls. Um, and actually, one of the big things was that I didn't have my reading glasses with me. Now, I can't tell you how many problems that caused me. That was actually my biggest problem of the whole event because I couldn't read my phone properly. 
our daughter was with me at that point. So luckily she was able to look at my phone and do some of the bits that the the, the breakdown cover app on my phone required me to fill in. I would have been useless without my glasses. So thankfully I did have some help with that. So that's number one lesson learned for me. I then went out, bought myself a cheap pair of reading glasses that live in the glove compartment so that I've always got a car pair of reading glasses now. Just in case. Just in case. But the other thing there is that you had breakdown cover. Yes. You know, I've speak to a lot of people and obviously a lot of students pass and I say to them once they've passed or you know if they've get in their new car where they're practicing in it and I say have you got breakdown cover uh no I don't know has my dad got it mum got it for me I don't know and I think one of the things that really helps people is the fact that they know they have breakdown cover and it's not that expensive. There is ranges and there is expensive ones and there is European cover and whatever. Um, but get a simple breakdown cover. Yeah, I would not be without it. I, I, it saved me on numerous occasions. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. It really is. I know that breaking down is one of those themes that comes out for nervous and anxious drivers it's one of those themes that comes out for the what if questions what if i break down what if this happens what if that happens so having breakdown cover is just one of those easy answers easy solutions to that and i've called the breakdown cover out when i've been on my own and i've had a puncture and I need my tyre changed, and I'm in my work uniform, and I can't even consider, actually, I can't even consider changing a tyre now anyway. My hands and arms just will not do it. Yeah, and I think that's part of the the process as well, I think, is you have that reassurance that you've got that cover there. Um, And most times when people break down, it's at the most inconvenient time. Always. Night time, rush hour. Um, you're in the nice clothes, your work clothes, so you don't want to be messing around changing tyres because you're going to get dirty. Um, so that is quite an important thing. Get the whoever your breakdown cover is to do the work for you. So yes, you are going to be less anxious as long as you know you've got that cover. Yeah, if but, you know that help is on its way. Exactly. And I think sometimes as well, these apps have got better because they tell you your uh, recovery is going to be 35 minutes yep. the recovery texts you as well yeah i'm here just want to check to make sure where you are so there is that communication that goes on but also knowing what to do when you break down as well yeah so like on i know we've touched on motorways before but if you break down on a motorway what do you do yeah if you break down on a dual carriageway what do you do if you break down in the town what are you going to do so just have a think about Do I understand what I need to do? Yep. And the priority is always making sure that everybody in the car is safe. And if possible, getting your car in the safest place for everybody else as well. And then it is calling for help. Yes. And that's the first thing is thinking about 
you and your passengers and making sure they're safe because what you don't want to do is cause hassle to other people yeah and that is you know get yourself safe if it's on a motorway pull into one of the the either the hard shoulder or one of those parking places breakdown places and get over the barrier yes you know don't stay on the carriageway get out the car and get out into a safe place if it's in a town make sure you can try and pull over somewhere that is safe so again you're not in those situations causing problems Um, unfortunately sometimes these do happen and there is nothing you can do absolutely and i saw a breakdown last week actually and the guy had to he was he was in the middle lane on a roundabout couldn't move the van but he put his high vis on he was standing um he obviously didn't have a red triangle but he'd got this great big van and he was standing there with his high vis so that people could see that actually the van wasn't going anywhere so that they didn't get too tight up yeah. behind them but this is where your warning triangles come in if you've got a spare high vis in the car then that's something that's useful to put on so that you're visible yeah. on the side of the road or you know as you're getting out of your car vehicle whatever it is yeah and also you know this time of year this is going out in the new year the weather is not fantastic take coats with you yeah making sure we always put a coat in the car just in case so that level of preparation what might you need so i now have my reading glasses in the car all of the time they live in the car they don't come out and yeah making sure you've got coats with you just in case appropriate shoes with you just in case all of those things yeah which leads us quite nicely on to also before you start the journeys you know I think preparation. Yeah, I'm going to jump in really quickly here because there's one thing that Kev and I didn't think about to mention in this episode. And I was having a chat with somebody I know about a week after we'd recorded and they asked whether we'd included the app What Three Words in this episode. And we hadn't. And I promised that I would. So if you haven't already got What Three Words on your device, then take a look because this app is incredibly helpful if you do break down and find it difficult to describe where you are to somebody if you want to get help. And what Three Words does is it breaks the whole of the UK down into three metre squares and gives that three metre precise location three unique words that you can then share with your breakdown cover, with emergency services, with friends and family, whoever it is that you're asking for help from so that they're able to find you and help you because they know precisely where you are. So it's really easy to sign up. You can sign in with Google, Facebook, all the usual things. So yeah, I really recommend that you take a look at that app. That could be really helpful for you. You know, we've talked about planning our journey. And again, other people know where you are. So if something does happen, they know the vicinity where you are as well. So they can get to you. It may not be a breakdown cover. It might be dad or some partner coming out to you just to keep you company. Yeah. Because if your electrics have gone, you can't put your hazards on. Yep. So someone else there can hold the traffic back from you to keep you safe. Yeah. Put their hazards on. But it also goes back to checking your vehicle. Yes. You know, I've... Your instant with the exhaust was, let's get it flipped into the garage. 
never actually got to the garage no. because we didn't have time. But that's very unusual. Normally, it's a, we've been exhausted. It's a, a continuous and gets worse and worse and worse. But how often do you check your car? Yeah. How often do you check your tyres? And when I check the tyres, it's not just kicking them. <laughs> you know, check the tyre pressures. Have a look at the tyres. Is is the condition of the tyres okay? You know, have you got enough screen wash? Have you got the topped up fluids? Is your oil okay? And these are the sort of things, that the basic tasks that you can do that are going to help your car run. Yeah, reduce the risk. Yeah, it also keeps you safe. It's part of the MOT as well. So it's not just you as well. It keeps others safe on the road. And that's what I say to people is keep your car safe. It's, you have a responsibility. Some things go wrong and you still break down. But what you've done is you've reduced that risk, haven't you? Yeah, and making sure that your car is regularly serviced. And we have a great relationship with our local garage, don't we? So yeah. I know that I can just ring up and say, hi, it's me. They go, again? <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> and they do their best. You know, we work really well together to keep us on the road. Yes, and they if you find a good garage, what happens is they give you advice. Yeah. You know, they say, look, the tyres are getting a little bit lower. What we want to do is book you in. The mileage you do is going to be about two months. Let's book you in to get your new tyres in in a month's time or something. So you build in those relationships. You're getting your car regularly serviced. Yeah. And you know who to ask for for help. Yeah. And if you have that relationship, they're just going to ask. They'll say, oh, right, what you need to do is this. You know, I think being in a, having that relationship with a garage that you can trust is important. Yeah, very important. I think the final thing I'd like to say on this is I really recognise that because I had had past experiences of breaking down, that for me, this wasn't a situation that made me feel nervous or anxious in any way. It was just like, oh, here we go again. But I did, while I was waiting for the breakdown van to come, I did recognise that is a a situation that could be anxiety-making for a lot of people. When it's something you haven't done before, when there's an unknown, anything that has that level of uncertainty is going to make you feel nervous. But if you become an expert at it, if you become a regular, then it soon becomes something that is water off the duck's back. Yeah, I won't say the norm. No. But it is, you know, you know what to do. Yep. Um, and then think about it as well. If it's never happened to you, what would you do? Yeah. So I think just, that's the message, isn't it? It's Yeah, just that planning, having a think about it, not dwelling on it, not worrying about it, but having a think about what might you need and what would make that experience less anxiety provoking. Yeah. I mean, we could go into more details, but it's it's about you feeling calmer if that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I hope you found that useful and I hope that maybe that resonates with you in some way, either because you've got your own breakdown story or because it's something that you're worried about. So hopefully that will help you allay some of those fears and maybe take some action. Remember to share the episode with anybody else that you feel might find it useful. And if you'd like to get in touch, then our contact details are in the show notes as always. And so all that leaves us to do is to say until next time, have a great day, whatever you're doing. I'm just going to jump in here to let you know about our Drive Calm journal. 
We've created a 12-week prompt journal to support our listeners to take action and improve driving confidence. The journal includes questions, prompts and exercises to create an action plan and an opportunity for reflection afterwards. Search Drive Calm on Amazon to take a look. We hope it helps. Thank you for listening. Find out about the different ways that you can work with us on our website, www.confidentdrivers.co.uk and begin to transform the way you feel about driving.